Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi, and welcome to episode 29 of the UK Travel Planning Podcast. In this week's episode, I talk with lifelong Beatles and George Harrison fan, Ken Lambert, who in 2022 actually bought Beatle George Harrison's childhood home in Liverpool. Wow, how cool is that? Ken chats about how he came to own the home and how he's refurbished it, in particular the front room, to reflect how it would have looked in the late 1950s and early 1960s when John Lennon and Paul McCartney were regular visitors to rehearse in that very same room with their friend George. And for Beatles fans, Ken shares the details about how you can actually book your very own stay in the house. Without further ado, let's hear from Ken. Hi, Ken. It's great to have you on the podcast. And would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, you know, because you obviously hit the headlines last year uh, when you bought a certain person's childhood home, so which is what we had to talk about. Um, so just talk a little bit about yourself um, and uh, about your love of the Beatles and um, how you actually heard about George Harrison's home being up for sale. Sure. No, thanks, Tracy. It's it's great to be here. And um yeah, it's been quite a roller coaster and been quite fun uh, over the past year plus. Um, I'm, uh, as you can tell, I'm not British. Uh, so I am from uh, New Hampshire here in the USA, uh, East Coast. And uh, I'm 48, uh, married. I have two kids, two sons. Um, and so, you know, never had like a dream of, hey, I'd love to buy a Beatles house or a Beatles home. Um, you know, it, it, I've always been a huge Beatles fan. And um, since I was, I would say, 14 or so, 15, you know, when I was young. And then I became really into George specifically and all of George's solo stuff and his traveling Wilburys, all of that stuff as well, probably starting at 18 or 19 when I was in college. Uh, and that just kind of kept on, it just continued really up, up until now. So I have all the, all the George and Beatles out al- records and albums and tapes and the whole nine yards. So, um, that was always in the yeah. background. Okay. And then of course there's so many, there's many Beatles fans yep. out there, right? Uh, millions and millions of them, but oh, yeah. this house, yeah. I wasn't aware that the house, I didn't know anything about, you know, I've, I, I will say this, I've. Before I bought this house, I had never been to England. I had never been to okay. never been to Europe ever. Um, so when I wow. when I ended up having to go to Liverpool to do the closing paperwork, the completion paperwork, and all that, the legal documents, that was my first time setting foot in England. Um, so that was last January, almost a, almost a year ago. Um, so the house came up for it was uh, up for public auction and a real estate auction. And my friends who know that I love George Harrison, uh, they, they ended up texting it to me because they saw it on CNN, on BBC. It was a, 
widely publicized, you know, that it was going up for auction. So they sent it to me kind of as a joke, like, Hey, Ken, you got a bid on this. You know, this is great. You know, this is right up your alley. And they would joke about it and all that. And then I started, I joked about it also. And then all suddenly the joke started not becoming a joke. So for me, I I decided I, I, had to end up getting pre-qualified about a day before, two days before I had to uh, register with the auction house and all that. So about a day or two before I decided I was going to place a bid on it. I was serious going to bid on it. Yeah. And it ended up that I, I placed the winning bid. I know, which is, which is crazy. I mean, how did you feel when you found out that you, that your bid had won? Um, I was shocked. Uh, I, I did not think that I was going to win the bid or have the high bid. Um, so I wasn't, so the funny thing is I wasn't prepared because I didn't think I was going to win. All right. Um, so all of a sudden I was the winner and it's a legal binding contract and document, you know, at that point. And then I had to figure out what my plan was. (laughs) I can imagine. And so you'd never, you'd never been over to the, the UK, never been over to Europe. So all of a sudden you, you own um, <laughs> one of an incredibly famous person's childhood home. It's now belongs to you. You've got to come over and, and kind of do all the sign, all the paperwork and, and everything. So what did you say to your friends that had been kind of joking about? Did you tell them? I bet you were like straight on to them. Guess what? Well, well, uh, before I, t- it took me about, um, I would say a week and a half before I told them because I had to work out things uh, financially. And I also, because <laughs> it, it was not free, obviously, um, I had to work out things financially yeah. and make sure it all was going to make sense. But then also, you know, had to uh, make sure that my wife was uh, a willing participant in all of this. Um, and, and so that took a little bit. Uh, and then, and then I talk and then I told my friends and they were, uh, they were astonished, uh, but they, they know me and they know that, uh, they kind of knew that I wasn't joking when I told them because I, I kind of have that personality. <laughs> Obviously when you had the winning bids, so there, there was quite a lot of publicity around that. I mean, there, there's a lot of interest around the world about the fact that, you know, George Harrison's childhood home was up for sale. So have you had, have you had loads of, um, I know you've had some interviews with journalists and been on, yeah. I don't know, were you on CNN? Have you been on the BBC? Have you had it, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, not until February. Um, so this was like uh, December 1st. Uh, uh, of 21 that I won the bid. And so um, the yep. auction house asked me if I wanted to remain private. And I actually told them I did want right. to remain private because I didn't want a bunch of people calling me right immediately. Um, so I did, I kept everything on the yeah, down yeah. low until about February last year and then kind of slowly did some things. So I've been on um, BBC radio um, over there a cup twice. Yep. Uh, and I've been on the New York post and then the Boston globe is the big Boston newspaper and, you know, a few other things like that. Um, but you know, not a ton of things, but enough. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, there's enough interest that everybody still loves the Beatles, don't they? So, (laughs) you know, and I know I've been, I've visited Liverpool a few times and, you know, visited uh, John Lennon's house well, and um, Paul McCartney's home. But the fact that you actually bought one of the Beatles' homes, is, is it's quite – it doesn't happen very often, does it? It's not something that you no. see, you know, hear about very often that that is possible. Right. And the thing that's, that's key, I think, and this is this is what really – I mean, the, the, my love of George was key. And, and But really, it's more, it goes more than that with this home because, you know, George was there for 12 years – and, you know, from 1950 to 1962, and 
the and George, of course, learned how to play guitar there, and you know he grew up there and was there a long time. But more than just that, uh, George would often have John Lennon and Paul McCartney over to his home to practice to rehearse. And that really was the key. It's not just George Harrison's old house that he grew up yeah. in, which is great. Yeah. But the mystique, the mystique of it, and, and when you when you're there, is that you can sit in this room that the Beatles and the Quarrymen, before they were called the Beatles, were there playing guitar and practicing and singing Chuck Berry songs and all that, and and coming up with uh, some of their first you know songs that they would perform. And so that is like kind of it's really kind of crazy. Yeah, it's amazing that you can you can sit in that that same room and yeah. kind of know that, you know, 60 years ago whatever that that you you've got, you know, those guys were sitting there genius, you know, right. up with that that music that influenced everybody. I mean, I don't know anybody in the audience who doesn't know about the Beatles, you know. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, so so talk us through the timeline of so you, the bid went through, you 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 won the bid, so obviously you, you said you had to get you know, all your ducks in a row, I guess, mm. and um, sort of all that. So, so I know you were over in the UK a number of times last year. Yeah. So do you want to talk us through basically sure. what happened and how you got it sorted and what you've done with uh, with the um, home since you've owned it? Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. I mean, when I got it, I will say that the place was in pretty good shape, you know, pretty good condition. So it wasn't like it was in shambles or anything like that. Uh, so that was nice. Um, the, the landscaping yeah. outside was in pretty rough shape. So I did myself and a friend of mine who actually is a minor, minority owner of the house with me, uh, my friend Steve, um, he and I were over there in late February doing a bunch of landscaping and, uh, you know, cutting down brambles and planting evergreen shrubs in, uh, in, in hail over there in a hailstorm. Uh, in in George Harrison's backyard and clipping hedges and all this stuff. But so the backyard, the the yard was a little rough, but um, on the inside, I ended up, I had to do mostly decorating and then also did a little bit of remodeling stuff, but very, very minimal, not really remodeling, a little bit of painting. We did new floors upstairs, but the big thing is, and if you see the pictures on the webs, our website and things is, the front room, which is the living room, right? Uh, the front room. Well, you, you're British, you know yeah. it's, what that means. But Americans don't have a front yeah. room. But yeah. anyways, the front room. Um, right. I, I recreated that to look like it did back in 1959 and 1960 when George was there with John and Paul and George's family. And I have a floral uh, wallpaper there, which matches almost exactly as the old black and white photos that we have of George and his mom there in that room with George's guitars and all that. So I spent a lot of time on that room and making that look like, you know, that's the feel. When you walk into the front door, you go over to the right and you see that room and then you're just, you walk in that room and you're, you're there, you know, and that's really the, the feel of it, yeah. I think. Um, so that was the, that, so that's really what, that's really what I've done. Yeah. That, that, that's been uh key. And then I had to get all furniture and of course all the normal stuff, you know, it was vacant. It was empty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, um, I've seen the photographs, and um, it's it's fantastic because you've got the photograph from the mm-hmm. is it late fifties, early sixties yep. of George, yep. and then you've got how you've done the room, and it's it's fabulous, absolutely fantastic. Thanks. So you've done a really good job on that. I picked the floral, um, I picked the floral um, uh, sofas, uh, which was very hard to find, 
And then my wife picked out yep. the, the wallpaper, which was also, which was incredibly hard to find. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a team effort. Yeah, no, you did a really good job. A really, really good job. And I'll share, obviously, I'll share in the show notes a link to, to, um, the web, your Facebook group yeah. and, um, and uh, the photos as well so people yes. can actually have a have a look at those and see that the job you've done so that was february you went over so you went over a, a few times last year yes. so i think it, a few yeah i was times. there uh in june and then so i was there in july with my family so my, i was there once on a legitimate vacation with my wife and two kids we went for four days in middle of july which was great and that was my their first time there their first time my wife's first time in england my you know the whole nine yards uh yep. so it was it was great um i was there one time in june to kind of get ready for all that and I, i've been fortunate yep. because of this home i've been able to meet with some pretty cool people from that area that are in like the beatles industry so um you know but so the, the name of the band before the Beatles, it was called the Quarrymen, right? And so the Quarrymen, there's still yep. a few uh, living Quarrymen that were, you know, bandmates of Paul and John and all that. So I've met two of them in the house there. I've invited two of them over there. And wow. I mean, I'm sitting there, you know, listening to Len Gary, uh, you know, one of the Quarrymen sing Elvis songs, you know, in my, in, in George Harrison's living room. You know, I mean, just pretty, you know, a, a kind of a special, you know, like so mu mu musical moment there, you know. Do they have memories of being in the house? We have some clips of that. Uh, there was another another gentleman, Colin Hanton. Colin was the drummer uh, for for uh, several years, three years actually, before they were called the Beatles. Colin remembers being in the house way back then. You know, he didn't bring his drums over there, but he would go. Over. It was funny. These old stories are so great. Um, you know, Colin would only go over there because he, he wouldn't be bringing his drums all over the, the, the town. There was a city because it was a pain. Yeah. But he would go over there just like the night before or the day of when they had a gig just so he could kind of go through and just know what they were going to do. Like, cause he, you know, cause he, are, you know, and he would just kind of like wing it there if there was a new song there on the drums at, yeah. at a gig, you know. Oh, that's so cool. It was great. That's so cool. So, um, Obviously, you now own the house. You've got it all decorated. It's 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 kind of it's ready. And um, mm -hmm. so, tell us what what you are doing with the house now, and how um, any Beatles fans out there can actually um, stay yep. in the house. So yeah, that, thanks, Tracy. We're it, it so since about middle of April, it's been on. Uh, it's been a, a vacation rental. So you can actually, a Beatles fan, you, Beatles fan, George fan, whatever, can go and spend a couple nights. You can spend a week there if you want. And we have had a couple of people stay stay there for a week. Uh, most people are there two or three nights, maybe four nights. But, you know, um, we have a two-night minimum to stay there. And it's on a couple of the um, noteworthy sites out there. Um, we also have our own Facebook page. And we'll talk maybe at the end. There's a, there's a way. Um, I have a property manager over there in the UK nearby. And if you're interested in staying, we can give you that information. You can get in contact right with the property manager. Yeah. But so we've had... Uh, it's been uh, quite busy, you know, since, uh, you know, May or so, um, all the way up through, you know, just the last few weeks or whatever. Um, we've had a lot of interest in the place. And what I, what I love as the person who really kind of <laughs> did this, if you will, or, you know, whatever, had the idea, I guess, to do it or the, the stomach to do it is um, 
is reading people's reviews after they're they're gone, like whether it's online or uh, we're also uh, seen on TripAdvisor and um, as like a, a, a local place to see, you know, like a local landmark. And and when, you know, you read those reviews, I mean, it's it's a very special thing for Beatles fans that make a pilgrimage to go to Liverpool and actually stay in a Beatles home and know that the Beatles were there and played there. It's it's kind of a, you know, like I said, it's uh, just a surreal experience, really. You know, so it's, uh, you know, and those, the people that go there and then they come back home, they're, they're talking about it forever. You know, like they always have something to talk about at the at the cocktail party, you know, or at the Christmas party or whatever. You know, it's uh, it's something. I was going to say, how many people can actually say that they, they've they've stayed in, in a, a former home of one of the Beatles? And, and as you say, not only that, but a home where they could sat in a room where, you know, the creative geniuses of John Lennon, right. Paul McCartney, George, they've all sat in that room right. creating that music. I mean, right. it's, it's fabulous. Absolutely fantastic opportunity. Um, so... If somebody wants to book, so let's talk that through because I just know that there's going to be loads of Beatles fans listening to this. We have, we have obviously, um, I, I have a very successful Beatles itinerary for Liverpool that does, mm-hmm. does very well. I get lots of hits on that and there's always a lot of interest. I've actually got one for London as well, but the, the obviously the Liverpool is the key one. Um, and, and obviously in my article, I'll put a, I'll put a link to the property, but let's talk about sure. how do people do it? How do they get to book? So yeah, the be- easiest thing, quickest thing would be to send an email to the uh, my UK property manager. The company's called Guest Three Sixty Five, and they're a well known uh, company out uh, over in England. But the email is hello at guest three six five. That's one word: guest three six five dot co dot uk. And then in the subject line, if you want to put you know Upton Green dash uh, UKTP for, you know, UK travel planning. Um, I think that would, that would be good. Uh, but either way, uh, that would be the best thing. We also have a Facebook page. So I, I know everyone's on Facebook, right? Or most people are. If you go to Facebook, um, just do a, a search in the Facebook tab for George Harrison, um, uh, Liverpool home, and then it'll bring you to, and once you're there, we have a Facebook, uh, uh, company page there. Basically you'll see tons of stuff. And, uh, we, you talked about videos and pictures. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there from the house. Okay. That's brilliant. So, and also, like I said, I'll, I'll link to all of that in the show notes as well. So that's going to be at uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 29. Okay. Um, so all of that information will be there. So I can, I can imagine people frantically trying to write down that, that email address, but right. don't worry, you can't actually get that via and, the, and a link to the Facebook group as well via the show notes. So um, is there anything else you want to share before I kind of wrap up? Cause I've got one question that I always ask everybody and I've got to, I've kind of put a Beatles twist on it. I always ask people what the the one tip is when they travel to the UK for the first time, but okay. I'm going to ask you, what is the one tip you would share with all Beatles fans who are planning to visit Liverpool? Right. Well, I think uh, for starters, you want to stay at 25 Upton Green in Liverpool, obviously at George's house. Um, if for some reason you can't stay there, if it's booked already when you're going there, um, you know, take a drive by there. Uh, there's plenty of tours, um, the Fab Four taxi tour. Sometimes I, I let them have access to the house. But even if you go outside, uh, you, in England, they have the uh, heritage blue plaques outside of uh, famous buildings, right? Um, so we have one yeah. in front of, of George's house on the front wall. So you see that and that's a big um, going there, taking the selfie, you know, you kind of, it kind of, 
shows you where you are, right? And and that's kind of a cool thing, even if you can't stay there. But I would say uh, Liverpool, for a Beatles fan, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's the number one destination, obviously, for a Beatles fan to go to Liverpool. When I, I've been there several times, several times this year, and I've done the Cavern Club and all these other things. And, you know, it's great stuff. I've seen most, mostly everything. Um, but I would say that, like, the most significant thing for me, I think you, you have to go to Strawberry Fields. Um, I think that is a very special place to be. Um, when I was there, I've been there twice, once with my family and once just on my own, you know, when I was doing like my own little tour there and, you know, it's, it's, um, it's Starby Fields is, is cool. They're all, it's actually owned by uh, Salvation Army. So it's sort of a charitable endeavor as well. So yeah. they, they actually do uh, good things there, but it's also, of course, the big Beatles, um, uh, presence there and John Lennon presence. And, you know, you see the, the, the strawberry yeah. fields gates, the red gates and all of that. And yeah. again, when I, I go back to like people being, um, you know, emotional when they go there, like I've been there a few times and, you know, you see even from, for me, but I mean, then you see other people getting off a bus, you know, the magical mystery tour bus of 70, 60 people, yeah. they get off there. And then you just watch people come up to the gates and, and all that of strawberry fields. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's people breaking down there, like, you know, crying like at, at the gates or whatever, you know? So I would say that that's a, a cool place to go if, uh, if you're going to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. And, and I, I have a selfie at, at, at Strawberry Fields at the gate. <laughs> right. <laughs> From my last visit. I did, yeah. I took the magical mystery tour, which was, which was brilliant. We really enjoyed that. And I also, I actually, um, I love the Cavern Club. Um, yes. It was the first, we were, with, we were in Liverpool for a wedding and um, that's where they kind of, that evening after the wedding, we all went to the Cavern Club and that's the first time I'd actually been. And I was blown away. I just thought it was amazing. Uh, it was Cavern, just such a great atmosphere. Great atmosphere. And everyone's just having fun there, you know, that whole thing, Matthew Street or whatever, but the Cavern Club is just great. And so uh, last thing, I mean, w- one of the people that I've met now twice, just because I own George's old house, is uh, the former manager of the Cavern Club. I know her like quite well now. And like I met her twice. She came over to like a private party that I had, uh, her and her husband, but she was the manager um, from 1966 to 1971 of the Cavern Club. Wow. And she, so anyways, just some, you know, just some, just crazy stuff that a year and a half ago, you couldn't have told me that all of this stuff would have happened to me. But, you know, it's funny that we, we sit here and, and it has. That's crazy. It's amazing, though. How, how What an exciting journey you're on. <laughs> right. I still have to work for a living. I still have to work for a living. But, you know, it's uh, it's been a great uh, a great endeavor. No, that's brilliant. Well, I'm going to say th- thanks so much, Ken, for coming on the podcast. And like I said to everybody, all the information and, all, you know, the links to everything that, that Ken's talked about will be available on the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again to Ken for coming onto the podcast and sharing his amazing journey over the past 12 months since he bought the house. Links to Ken's Facebook page where you can see more pictures and videos from the house, plus information for booking your stay are included in the show notes for this episode at uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 29. That just leaves me to say until next week, happy UK travel planning.